Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. My name is Sonny. This is your boy, Caleb. Woo! All right, Caleb. It is Tuesday, June 15th on the date that this gets posted. So, what do you got going on? What's going, what are we doing? Well, uh, to start with, we got a bunch of news going on. Um, we also have that Invitational uh, this weekend, like the full Invitational. So there's only 16 players. Right. That's going on right as we're recording. Yeah, we actually... I'm like, I have my phone on Twitch watching the Invitational while we record. That way, if anything crazy happens, like something just did, we can give you like an up-to-the-minute update. Like, for example, they just finished up game one of round one, and Elise, the Dragon Link player, she her board got stopped by the Tri-Brigade player, and then he proceeds to turn around and... Uh, he summons access code. He like goes big combo, summons access code. Normal summons Fractal into his only link zone and missed the game shot by 700 life. And then he, the second he normal summoned Fractal, he looked at it and he went to go banish. And then he looked at his field again and went, oh. And you could just see him like grab and start rubbing his temples. And his, his, and his opponent at least just starts smiling and like, wow. Whoopsie. Yeah, that was less than ideal. So, that, they're that, starting game two now. Yeah. Good luck to them, as I say. Yeah. Anyway, so let's start off with some news. Oh, and uh, we also have the uh, OCG ban list to talk about. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Not not a lot moving on it. It was like, what, six cards? Um, Wait, one, two, three, four, five, seven. six, seven. Yeah, seven cards total moved. Yeah, it's not uh, a lot. No, and four of them got, got unbanned. Went from semi-limited to unbanned completely. Yeah. We'll talk um, about that. The, the thing I want to talk about first, though, before we get too far in is... Um, so we're wanting to standardize the formula basically for the podcast. And so this way, when people listen, they will get kind of not necessarily the same thing every time, 
but it will be more you know what to expect every time and not just our usual thing as far as but basically the structure of the show we want to remain generally pretty close so yeah. what we'll do is we'll lead in every day our intro we'll do our our quick uh quick play news yeah we'll do quick we call it quick play news so rapid fire a couple of things just off the top and that stuff that's not that's not uh detail enough for a full section segment by itself right so it's just some quick hit stuff and then after the news we'll do a quick very short ad roll then just kind of something to help us keep the podcast going and then after the quick ad roll we'll go into the big section which today is talking about all the new support cards and then after the first segment we'll move into the second segment which we'll try to keep two to three segments per episode Second segment today is talking about the OCG ban list, and then the final segment will be the qualifier that way, or the invitational. That way, at the very end, hopefully, they'll be done with at least this round, and we'll know one of the get one of the decks in the finals. Yeah. Oh yeah, most definitely. So why don't you lead us in with some news, Caleb? Okay. Well, first off, um, let's see. Oh, um, so first off we have uh An- antoine griezmann or is it griezmann i think it's griezmann there we go antoine griezmann uh, cl- uh considered the best football player of this generation keep in mind this is in the uk so it's soccer here yeah so all of our listeners everywhere outside of the u.s which thank you all again we have quite yes. a few listeners outside of the u.s but all of you will understand when we say football we mean soccer but the majority of our listeners are american so yeah. we mean we're, we're american so yeah it's if, just, you could, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of part of our linguistics. Yeah, yeah. So it's so for us, it's soccer. For us Americans, it's soccer. For everyone else, for everyone else in the UK, it is. Fo- he's the greatest football player of this generation. Yeah. Has teamed up with Yu-Gi-Oh! And we get a unique card based on him. Yeah, so this was all announced by uh, the EU, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, Konami of EU. So what I think this is, is this is more he's the ambassador for the game for the EU. And if I had to guess, I would anticipate us getting a different ambassador for the North American game. Because there is an American football player. He was a Super Bowl champion, played for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and, I mean, he's, like, really good, like, tops regional, stuff like that. So I'm anticipating him or somebody similar being the North American ambassador, if we get one, yeah, yeah, if they bother with that, he's not quite as famous as Antoine Griezmann, but yeah, he's good. Uh, moving on, uh, Battles of Legend 2021 uh, has been renamed to the Brothers of Legend due to right. it, yeah, due to it featuring uh, Curry Babylon, Five Star Twilight, and the Karibo Brothers. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't. You think that's why they renamed it? Um, I mean, it's why they said they did. Oh, well, fair enough. Is because of the Karibo Brothers. Yeah. Hence, Brothers of Legend. Ha right. ha ha. So, if this is what was announced, you know, we were expecting Battles of Legend. If this is going to be Brothers of Legend now, this is where you'll get that Forbidden Droplet reprint in... Yep. What do they What do they say? In October? November is when so- the set's supposed to come Something like out? that, yeah. Yeah, if we get it then. <laughs> um, there's, yeah, yeah. There's also going to be new Ed Ignister support in Brothers of Legend as well. Right. Um, Which kind of moves on into... Uh, that the 2021 10 of Ancient Battles will have the vast majority of the basic cards you need to build your own Ed Ignister deck, so any of you who are looking to build Ed Ignisters, 
Looks like Brothers of Legend in the 2021 uh, Megaton will have your uh, will have your back for that. Oh, that's good. That'll be really good. Oh yeah. Uh, and then we did get some the announcement that there's going to be some Utopia support in King's Court, yeah. which releases on July 8th. So yeah, sometime in July. Um, and it's the first first or second week of July. Yeah. Uh, so basically, the product page updated and it me- and it mentioned that there's going to be new Utopia support in there. Okay, so, well, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, so that, that's going to be interesting. Um, so that's about it for our quick play news for the day. All right, let's talk a little bit about some uh, some support for Magic Key. So this oh, yeah. is an archetype that I've never heard of. Oh, okay. So the whole deck, the, uh, you have your so it, the whole deck's based around a vanilla monster named mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of the monster, but it's basically King Solomon. And the magic key is all the demons of the of the Ars Goetia. Oh, dude, you lost me. Um, the artwork is really cool, though. I'm here oh, looking yeah. at him on, uh, yeah, so, uh, on the website. Yeah, so first off, we have the gun that we see the vanilla monster wielding. Uh, Greater mm. Magicky Moftel. Okay. Light level 4, fiend, tuner, effect monster. Okay, so there's a tuner, so they're kind of like an exceed, or a synchro-based It's deck. a synchro-exceed deck. They synchro, synchro or exceed, whichever okay. one you need at the moment. Um, let's see, you can only use this card's second effect uh, once per turn. Cannot be used as material for a synchro or exceed summon. Unless it's for a magic key monster. If you control a magic key monster, reveal this card in your hand during your main phase. You can normal summon a magic key monster in addition to your normal summon or set. You can only gain this effect once per turn. Uh, when this card is normal summon, you can target a level 4 lower normal monster or any magic key monster in your graveyard and special summon in defense position. That's really good. So keep in mind that the vanilla magic key monster um, that you'd use to... Uh, basically start you know start everything up is level four is level four vanilla so you're supposed to target him um but then you can also target any of your magic key synchros or exceeds that are in your graveyard to recycle them um or you can also target any other level four or lower vanilla so you might on a rare occasion see this card in other decks as well if they're if they run lots of level four or lower vanillas i don't think that's ever going to happen but it's a possibility I mean, it could. I mean, it could happen, but yeah. I don't know. I just don't really see the deck as um, like hyper competitive. But it's a great. This is a great card for the deck. Oh yeah. Uh, next up, we have <clears throat> a new synchro monster, Magic Key Mutated Ogre Transformine, uh, level eight Fire Thunder monster, Fire Attribute Fire Thunder, Fire Attribute Thunder type. That is synchro. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, twenty eight hundred attack and defense. Beefy. <clears throat> Very beefy. Um, materials: a magic tuner and a non-tuner normal monster. Hmm. And he's level eight, so hey, that's the magic tuner plus the vanilla. You got him. Right. <clears throat> uh, let's see. This card can make up to two attacks on monsters during each battle phase. Period. That's pretty good. Oh yeah. Uh, during your main phase, if you control this card, sync or summon using two using monster with two or more different attributes as material, you can set a magic key spell or trap directly from your deck. <clears throat> hmm. Which is interesting, uh, particularly because I think the vanilla is dark. So a dark oh, and light it? would then make this guy, you get his effect off. Oh, cool. Uh, three, if your opponent normal or special summons a monster with the same attribute as a monster in your graveyard, you can destroy that monster. That's 
That's solid. Granted, that's only once per turn. But still, that that's pretty... Um, particularly because if you you just you can just make him very easily with light and dark, then he immediately goes, oh, your opponent makes a window. Effect. Pop it. It's gone. Right, right. Um, your opponent makes... Uh, your your opponent summons Fleur de Lee. You can just immediately pop it. Or uh, your opponent summons Striker Dragon. You can pop it, and it stops Dragon Lee from popping off. Um, so there, there's all kinds of things you can do there. Uh, next up, we have a new uh, Ixid monster. Magic Key Possessed Spirit Webarthu. Rank 4 uh, Water Sea Serpent. Ixid monster, 2k attack and defense. Not very big. Um, if it's Ixid Summon, detach 1. Add a level 4 or higher normal monster from deck or graveyard to your hand. Remember, this is a generic rank 4 that can search for any uh, level 4 or higher normal monster. I guess it kind of depends, but I guess that's playable in some decks. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would let you search out Blue Eyes, Dart Magician, um, Red Eyes if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, I tell you what, the person that searches their Red Eyes or their Dark Magician is built different. Yeah, like they got something else going on that uh, we couldn't think of. Yeah, they're but, entirely too big brain. But the but the blue but the, you know but the blue eye search on a rank four is pretty is pretty neat is pretty nifty. Yeah, good. Um, also, if this card has a normal monster as material, it gains this effect at the start of the damage step. If this card battles an opponent's monster, the same attribute as a normal monster and or magic key monster in your graveyard, detach one from this card. Make your opponent send the battling monster to the graveyard. You know, this is really, really interesting, actually, because it being a generic level four, or rank four exceed, and it searches a lo- it can search a level four normal monster from or the higher. deck from the deck or graveyard. Mm-hmm. This is playable in Sioux ships. Oh, absolutely. Um, That's something I just now thought about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then if you make him using a vanilla monster, um, he can then pop. He can then uh, pop any battling uh, monsters and attribute. All the Sioux ships are fire, so you're not gonna ha- so you're not gonna see that that effect too often in Sioux ships, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, but you will see that a lot in the deck itself. Uh, live update on the Invitational: the Dragon Link Zubergate match is now tied one one. Ooh! So they're going to game three. All right. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have a quick play spell: Magic Key Battle. Uh, target one normal monster. Magic Key Monster or Magic Key Moftel in your graveyard. Shuffle into the deck, and then if you activated this card in response to the activation opponent's card or effect, non-token normal monsters and Magic Key Monsters you currently control are currently unaffected by the opponent's effect. Um, yeah, seems pretty good. So what you can actually do with that is if your opponent activates Forbidden Droplet, you can activate this, and as long as it, it, they didn't send a spell card, and then. Their forbidden droplet just fizzles because it's unaffected by that effect. So basically, what you have to do is you have to shuffle. Oh, so you shuffle one from your graveyard? Yes, and um, and a, a, a any any vanilla monster, a magic key monster, or magic key moftel. I don't know why they say magic key or magic key moftel. That would still, but whatever. So you shuffle it from the graveyard to the deck. Which so basically, if you've summoned a, the rank four. And detached one, you've it's this card is live. Exactly. So, as long as they didn't discard a spell card for droplet, then yeah, all non-token normals and all magic keys you control aren't affected. But I mean, obviously, droplet's not going to affect a normal monster. But yeah, um, still. you could I mean you could do the same thing with dark ruler no more. Uh, any trap card that doesn't encounter trap just about, 
any right. monster effect. It, it just kind of blanket protects your stuff for the t- for the turn. Um, well, for the chain anyway, which is neat. Next up, we have a normal trap, a magic key locking lock. Tribute a non-token normal monster or magic key monster. Then target up to two normal monsters and or magic key monsters in your graveyard whose total levels equal eight or less. Special summon them in defense position. Then you can apply one of these effects immediately, immediately. Um, after this effect resolves, synchro summon a magic key synchro monster. Immediately after this effect resolves, exceed summon a ex- uh, magic key exceed monster. So it lets you hmm. synchro or exceed during your opponent's turn. That's nifty. Uh, using materials out of your graveyard. So it's kind of like a weaker version of um, what's that uh, Zubergate? What's that Zubergate card? Uh, Tribrigate Revolt. Yeah, it's it's a weaker Tribrigate Revolt. Um, so that's hmm. about it for Magic Keys. Um, I don't think that I don't think Magic Keys ever going to actually be competitive, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun deck. It looks like. And isn't that really the most important thing? Of course. Now it comes up for the more fun archetype, Sue Ships. Oh, dude, I loved Sue Ships. I love everything about this archetype. I love the art. I love the idea. I love I... how the vanilla monsters uh, flavor text is just a review on sushi, and it's currently the longest flavor text in the game. I love this archetype. I'm so excited for this. On dude. a scale of uh, one to five stars, I give this entire archetype four stars. Ha ha ha! It's the joke they make on on, on the vanilla. Ha ha ha! Literally. Okay, so I, w- I want to read the sushi. Yeah, go for it. Okay. First one is a level 5 aqua fire effect, or level 5 fire aqua effect monster. 900 attack, 1500 defense. You can only use the first and second effects once per turn. One, you can reveal one other sushi ship card in your hand, special summon this card from your hand, then apply this effect based on the card. If rice sushi ship is the one you showed, you can special summon the revealed monster. Otherwise, place the revealed card on the bottom of the deck. Two, you can target one sushi ship monster you control. It's only becomes four or five. Then you can add one rice sushi ship from deck to hand. Okay, 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 okay. So, if you have rice sushi ship in hand, which is a level four normal monster, you can reveal it, special summon this card, and then special summon the rice sushi ship. Then you can either make this card level four and overlay into a rank four, or you can make this card level five. Or you can make rice sushi ship level five and overlay into a rank five. Exactly. And the level modulation is exactly what they needed. So this that that card's really good for the archetype. Oh, oh, wait until you see the rank five exceed they get. Oh yeah, we're getting there. Okay. And the next one is Ice Fish Sue Ship. So oh the other one is Urchin Sue Ship. So this one is Rice Fish Ice Fish. Level four fire aqua effect monster, two hundred attack, two hundred and fifty defense. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. If you control Rice Sue Ship or an Exceeds monster that has Rice Sue Ship as material, you can special summon this card from your hand. So as long as you have Rice Sue Ship or a, you know, a card with it as material, it's a free summon. Uh, two, during your main phase, you can special summon one Sue Ship monster from your hand except for Ice Fish Sue Ship. Then you can place any number of Rice Sue Ship from your deck or graveyard to the top of the deck in any order. So, essentially... If you have Rice Sue Ship on the board at, in any capacity, you can special summon this dude from your hand. Then you can detach Rice Sue Ship to activate one of the Exceeds Monsters effects. And then you can use this guy to put it back in the deck. Right. And also stack the and I'll stack all your other copies to the top. Exactly. Which could be good, could be bad. Right. So the next card is Super Dreadnought Sue Ship Urchin Class Second War Dish, which I love the names. I love the name. 
Uh, rank 5 Fire Aqua Effect Monster. 2,900 attack, which, hey, for a second class war dish, is pretty good. 500 defense. Materials is 2 level 5 monsters, so it is technically generic. You can only use the first effect once per turn. If this card is exceed summon, you can only you can apply these effects based on the monsters using material. Rice Sioux Ship, draw one card. Urchin Sioux Ship, this card can attack directly. So keep in mind, if you use both Rice Sioux Ship and Urchin Sioux Ship together to make this card, you get both effects. Right. Uh, the second effect, yeah. So like literally, like like you just said, if you use Urchin's effect, so special summon Urchin, special summon Rice, make Rice level five. And overlaying to this guy, you immediately draw one card, and he's 2,900 attack and can attack directly. Oh, hold on. Oh, and there's a second effect. Well, I was going to say, there's another monster effect that changes that 29. Yeah, yeah. This is the second effect. Once per your main phase or opponent's battle phase, quick effect, you can target face-up cards your opponent controls up to the number of sous-ship monster special from the extra deck and negate their effects. Yeah. Granted, it's only during the battle phase. Your main phase or opponent's battle phase. There you go. Um, so you can still, just, yeah, so if you can make this, so if your opponent makes it, lets you make this after they set up their board, you, you can just, negate, like, you just, whatever. You just Dark Ruler no more their entire board. Wait. Wait. I looked away for, like, two minutes, and the Dragon Link player got beat in game three. It's over. I, I'm not surprised. So try, try, Zoo Brigade is going on to the finals. Yep. Okay. Okay. So the last card is... Carrier Sioux Ship Ice Fish Class Auxiliary Dish. Rank 4, Fire Aqua Effect Monster. Attack 2200, Defense 250. 50? Weird. Th- th- it's important. Oh, okay. Materials to level 4 monsters. You can only use one effect of this card's name once per turn. If this card is Xyz Summoned, you can apply these effects based on the material used for its Xyz Summon. Rice Sioux Ship, draw one card. I notice a pattern. Ice Fish, Ice Fish Sioux Ship. Add one Sioux Ship Speller Trap from the deck to the hand. While Second effect. While there is a face-up card in the field zone, your Sioux Ship Monster Special Summon from the extra deck cannot be destroyed by your opponent's card effects. Also, they gain attack equal to their original defense. So he goes up to 2450? And the 2900 one goes up to 3400. Oh, wow. That's pretty big. Yeah. And so then... if you can put both of these out in one turn, then... I mean... Which the deck can fairly easily do. Right. Oh, and... Okay, okay. I meant to do this correction earlier, and I forgot. Oh, okay, real quick. Yeah, real quick, just an aside. The magic key and the uh, sous ships... And the penguin, all the new penguin cards that we're going to talk about later. Right, the penguin support cards. Those are all coming from... What's the name of the set? It's, the set abbreviation is Bode, which I think is... Burst of Destiny. Burst of Destiny, that's what it is. Okay, so a correction from last week's from last Friday's episode. I said wrongly that the new Chaos uh set um Battle of Chaos Battle of Chaos. Battle of Chaos I said was the set after Dawn of Majesty. I was wrong. It's Dawn of Majesty, then Burst of Destiny, and then Battle and of then Chaos. Battle of Chaos. So Battle of Chaos is the third set, the third core set from now. Yeah, um, that's where all the Flunderies are going to be in. Got the Sioux ships. Uh, Borload Riot Dragon's going to be is the cover card, I think. Right, right. Um, who is the uh, Rocket Ritual that nobody really cares about because it's a ritual monster. And I mean, I do like the name of their uh, ritual spell. It's like heavy, quick trigger or heavy trigger. I'm like, that's cool. 
That's a pretty cool name. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, but yeah, uh, but basically, um, the whole deck's around exceed summoning rank four and five. So not yeah, all- Sioux ships. Yeah. You don't yeah. even have to make the Sioux ships though. You can make other rank fours and fives. Um. Yeah, but I feel like the you're primarily going to be making the other Sioux ships. Yeah, and the other thing is, I feel like this is going to be like a going second try to OTK deck. Very possibly. Um, we'll have to wait and see. It's still fun though. I don't care. I'm building it. Oh, I, oh, absolutely. If I, if I can get all the stuff for it, I will too. Um. All right. Next up, we have the animation. A uh, couple more cards from the Animation Chronicle 2021. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... First off, uh, for those of you who like ninjas. Wait, wait, wait. What? Summon Storm. Is this a ninja card? It's supposed to be. Oh. Let's see. Hmm. Uh, you can only use this card's second effect uh, once per turn. Pay 800 life points. Supposed to summon a level 6 or lower wind monster from your hand. Two. During your main phase, except the turn which is card sent to the graveyard, you can banish the card from your graveyard. Supposed to summon a level 4 or lower wind monster from your hand. Seems just like a generic it's, wind support card. It's a generic wind support card, but it's supposed to be for ninjas. It was used in the anime by the guy who used the ninja cards. Oh, okay. But I so, mean, like, realistically, you could do, use this in, like, Lyrilisk. Yeah, any or Flunderies. No, you can't. They lock themselves out of special summoning. They do lock themselves out of special summoning. That is true. Yeah, so any wind archetype of special summons, you can harpies or whatever. Right. Uh, next up is a card for Fluffles, actually. Uh, Toy Parade. Normal spell card. This card is always treated as a Fright for card. You can only use one effect among the one and two effects of this card's name once per turn. Uh, one, it target one dark monster you control that was special summon from the extra deck. This turn, you can only clear attacks with that monster. Also, each time it destroys monster by balancing it to the graveyard, you can attack again in a row. I mean, hey... So make a big old tiger and just beat, 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 beat. Mm-hmm. Just beat over their entire board. Uh, two, if you control a fairy monster, you can banish this card from your graveyard, add a level four lower dark monster from your graveyard to your hand. So, I cannot stress enough. This is not bad. Yeah. Uh, I also really enjoy the artwork because, you know, you got Princess Cologne on there. You got Block Golem on there. Yep. You got the Fluffles on there. You have all the little, uh, the graceful ch- the graceful dice dude. Yeah. It's like a whole little city of him. Yeah, just a whole little city of all the little different toy monsters that we've had throughout the throughout the years. It's really cute. And this card is a bonkers extender for that deck, too. The, the first effect where you can attack... Again in a row is actually not that great because the deck already has cards that attack over yeah. and over. But if you control a fairy monster, you can banish it from your graveyard, add a level four or lower dark monster from grave to hand. That's kind of bonkers because, mm-hmm. sure, you can only use one of the two effects per turn, but the deck already runs three copies of Foolish Burial Goods. Yeah, it's unnecessary, but it's nice. So what I'm saying is you can dump this card to the grave really easy to use the... If you control a fairy, you can banish it from your grave, add a level 4 lower dark monster from grave to hand. So, yeah. uh, which would be all the edge imps. Literally all of them, yeah. So you can take one of the edge imps, like edge imp chain, put it back in your hand, and then when it gets sent from your hand to your graveyard, you can search a Fright for card, like Fright for uh, Fusion, Fright for Patchwork. Or this card if you're going for game. Right, because it's always treated as a Fright for card. Yep. So... That's so interesting. Cool. They got a couple of reprints that they announced in here too. The Great Emperor Penguin number thirty-four terabyte. We'll get into Great Emperor Penguin in a minute. Oh, uh, but yes, and then you're also getting number four ter- terabyte, who isn't great, but I do like how they're giving him another reprint. Um, just a quick little interrupt again. I know I'm interrupting a lot for this. Uh, the second match is starting, and this is between Dragon Link and Dinosaur. 
Yeah, I don't know. We don't know if it's Scrap Dino. It just said Dino. Yeah, I guess we'll find out here in just a moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, next card out of the uh, animation set is Penguin Sword. Equip spell. Um, first off, the artwork is Penguin Soldier holding up the sword like he's shouting, I have the power! Yeah, it's a very He-Man looking uh, it's, artwork. It's fantastic. It's um, can only be equipped to a Penguin Monster. You can only use the three effect of this card's name once per turn. First off, the equipped monster gets 800 attack. Ping, one issue the penguins has is that they're not very big. This kind of helps that a little bit. Yeah, it does help a little bit. Uh, two, when the equipped monster flicks battle damage to your opponent, return one card your opponent controls to their hand. That's... Very penguin effect. Yeah. Three, which is the once per turn effect. If, the, if a face-up card or cards your opponent controls leaves the field by the effect of a penguin card, including itself, by the way, and it is returned to the hand or banished, negate the effects of that card, as well as the activated effects and effects on the field of monsters with the same original name until the end of the turn. So, basically, you can return any card to the hand, but if you use a monster card, then you negate that monster card's effects until the end of their turn. So basically, if you're able to like stop them and send a starter back to their hand, then you can uh, keep them from using it as a starter the next turn. Exactly, because the effect is negated. It's great. Right. So speaking of penguins, we got a bunch of new penguin support. Yeah, a bunch um, of them. Yeah. Okay, so first off, um, I want to start by mentioning Great Emperor Penguin and what he does. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what that card does. Okay, so he's a level five penguin. You contribute him, he contribute him, he contribute uh, himself off to immediately special summon two penguin monsters out of your uh, deck. Okay. So good. in the past, what people would do is if they could somehow cheat him on the field because he's level five. That is important for some of the for, the, for some of the support in a minute. Um, is they treat him off to summon a, a tuner penguin and a non-tuner penguin immediately go into penguin brave. Right. So keep in mind he's level five. When I'll I'll bring it up when it becomes important. So first off, we have a new level five water aqua tuner penguin champion or penguin luminary or penguin adventurer. Yeah, this one's gonna depend on uh, translation. Yeah, cause, um, because they can't call him penguin hero, which is what he is. Right. Because then he'd be a hero card. Are you serious? Yes, they can't call wow. him Penguin Hero. Wow. Um, uh, 1800 attack, 600 defense. Uh, keep in mind, he's level 5. Um, you can only use the f the first and second effects of this card's name once per turn. It cannot be used as synchro material except for a synchro summon of a water monster. If a monster becomes set on your field, you can special summon this card from your hand, then decrease this level by 1 or 2. Which is pretty easy in the penguin archetype. The whole arc—I mean, vast majority of the archetypes are flip effects. So literally, set special, boom. It gets better. Two target one face down defense position monster you control. Change it to face down defense position, and its effects are negated unless it's a penguin. So literally, you can set a card like Penguin Soldier, then special, special it, this guy flip flip your Penguin Soldier, activate its effect. And then... Return two cards your opponent controls to the hand. And then Synchro Summon. And then Synchro Summon into uh, Penguin Brave. Whatever you need. He can yeah. be level 3, 4, or 5. Yeah. Um, but the only stipulation is that, he, is that whatever you Synchro into has to be a water monster. Yeah, but you can go to go into Bryonic. Oh, yeah. Just, just one example. I mean, there's plenty of great water to Synchros. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Penguin Brave just because it's a penguin. Okay. Next I, up. I want to do this one. I wanna, you, I wanna... you do this one. Okay. Yeah, do okay. This one. I really love this. Penguin Ninja. 
I just the artwork for this card is a little penguin wearing like ninja garb yeah. doing a um, front flip. Ugh. If you want to see that all these cards artwork, if you have a copy of Penguin Brave, pull it out. It's the it's the four it's the monsters up front. It's the three monsters up front. What we're talking is about? Is it really? It's really them. <gasps> oh, which tells so me that we, which tells me that later we'll probably get the back two. That makes me so happy. All right, Penguin Ninja, level three water aqua flip effect monster. 1,400 attack, 700 defense. You can only use the second effect once per turn. If this card's flip face up, you can target up to two spell or traps your opponent controls. Return them to the hand. You hear that, Book of Lunar? Up two. Two. Mm. Second effect, you can target one penguin monster you control. Change it to face on defense. So, pretty simple. If it's face up, you, you can change itself or any other penguin into face down defense. Oh, yeah. Uh, so one combo I immediately see is if you already have Penguin Soldier, you pop off that effect to flip the Penguin Soldier back face down. A card was just set to your field, especially when Penguin uh, Penguin Champion, we'll call him for now. Flip the Penguin Soldier, you get its effect again. Yeah. Um, the next up, we have Penguin Priest. Level 3, uh, 600 attack, 1700 defense. You can only use this card's, fir- you can only use this card's uh, first effect once per turn. It is all the guys at the front of Penguin Brave. I told you! I happen to have a, go- a copy because I have basically the entire deck built, except for obviously all these new guys. That's awesome. We will. There's like a little magician that's going to mm-hmm. be coming, and a little. Um, that one also looks kind of like a ninja. Yeah, I- I'm thinking that, that might be like Penguin Kunoichi or something like that. Penguin Samurai. Yeah. Anyway. I'm so excited. Oh yeah. Anyway. Um. Okay, so you can use uh, for this card's first effect once per turn. If a penguin monster sent from your monster zone to a graveyard, your opponent's card. Even during the damage step, it specifically states that you can target one of those monsters, discard this card, especially on that monster in face-down defense position. So if your opponent runs over Penguin Soldier, you get Penguin Soldier's effect, and then Effective Priest, dis- uh, discard it, reset the Penguin uh, Soldier, then flip it again to bounce two more cards. Uh, let's see. Second effect. Once per turn, target one Penguin monster you control, it gains 600 attack until the end phase. Also, you gain 600 life points. We're kind of excited about the penguins, guys. Yeah. Penguins! Um, and then they're also getting a continuous spell. Royal Penguins Garden. Why isn't this a field spell? I don't know. It's a garden. It's a place. This it's a, a royal spell. garden. Yeah, this, this is what frustrates me, because I feel like this should be a field spell, but like there are field spells that like don't even act like field spells. Yeah, like Magical Meltdown. Yeah. It's not a field spell, but this it, but that's a field spell, but then this isn't. Um, continuous spell card. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. When this card resolves, add a penguin card from deck to hand, except Royal Penguin Gardens. Two, once per turn, reduce the level of one penguin monster in your hand or face them on the field by one until the end phase, until the end of this turn, then discard one card. So you can activate this effect to make Penguin Champion level four, normal summon, his effect goes off, well, you can then special summon him, his effect goes off, making him level two. So you right. can, so you can sink four. It's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, in addition, you can also reduce the level of Nightmare Penguin and Emperor Penguin by one, making them level four. Nightmare Penguin is less useful because uh, he has the same flip effect where you bounce one card, but then he also increases all your water monsters' attacks by like 400, I think. Yeah. Which is something the deck needs. But then Emperor Penguin becomes normal summonable. Hmm. Um, so he becomes a starter where you can normal summon him off of that effect because he's level four now. Tribute him off to special summon two, uh, penguin monsters out of your deck, and then you blah 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 blah. Right. 
By the way, almost all these penguins are salvage targets. Wow. I'm pretty um, happy about this. Yeah, th- yeah, penguins are going to be legitimate archetype. Not a threat, but an archetype. It's going to be fun. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it's going to be real fun uh, as you're as you just kind of bounce your opponent's entire field back to their hand. Man, they're still on game 1 of this second match and It's Dragon Link. It's still the Dragon Link player's turn, I on, bet. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely correct. It is turn 0 and he is still in his first turn. He's almost got his full board. He's got Heretic Seal. He's got a like three or four to get Appaloosa. He's got a Levinair, and I think he's got. He went Chaotic Ruler instead of Borlod Savage. He probably did. His, he he's probably thinking, uh, depending upon his, depending upon what he pulls off the top of Chaos Ruler, he might be able to extend into a Borlod Savage. Well, he just banished a Chaos Space out of his graveyard, so to activate Chaos Space's effect. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to the OCG ban list. Yeah, so this got announced this morning, which is wild to me because I feel like their last ban list was after our last ban list. It was. I, th- I think. I think they kind of release these whenever they f- finish deliberation on what to ban, what not to ban, blah 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 blah. Well, theirs is the July 2021 ban list, so theirs is already out like weeks in advance, which yeah. is kind of wild. Um, so let's start with un- let's start with unlims and go up. Okay, that's fine. So unlimited. You have Mathematician, Wind-Up Magician, Union Hanger, and Firewall Dragon. Not really surprised by any of these. Wind-Up Magician, they're afraid of loops, but he didn't need to be on there. Mathematician, they're afraid of strong one-card starters, which I understand, but he didn't need to be there. Union Hanger, they're afraid of ABC, but it didn't need to be there. Yeah. And Firewall Dragon got super duper errated, so. Yeah. It's, yeah, now it's only playable on a cyber stack, like like at Ignister or Code Talkers. Or Salaman Great. Or Salaman Great. Yeah, but, okay, so... Uh, we're just gonna move. I'm just gonna move right on into it because I, yeah. I don't feel like there's a ton to talk about there. There's really not. Except that why was Wind Up Magician on the ban list? Loops, brother. Later? Yeah, whatever. Uh, semi limited. You have Pendulum Call, which that's an interesting semi limit. I don't really feel like it. It came from one to two, so I feel like they're trying to ease up on pendulums over there, even it, though they already is. have. They 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 still have Electromite over there. Yeah, but they're still trying to ease up just a little bit. Yeah. See, see what happens. Uh. Fire formation 10 key to 2 from 3, 3 to 2. So this is interesting to me because I feel like as dominant as Zubrigade is over there, representing generally over 25% of the meta on any given tournament, um, which is crazy considering how weird their format is. They have Max C, they have uh, Grass, they have VFD. Yeah. The fact that this deck can be the number one deck over there is wild to me. Oh, yeah. So they wanted it. this is a slight consistency hit, but it's nothing crazy. Yeah. Um. Then this one's really weird to me. Cyframe Gear Gamma. They semi limited. I guess they just got. I guess they just got tired of getting gammaed. I don't know. It's so weird to me because like even if you look at the deck lists over there, the I don't think the card was necessarily like a huge problem. But not, not really. I think it was just a hit just because. Yeah. I mean, Cy, I mean, Cyframe Gear, Gear Gamma is one of the more powerful. Um hand traps in the game just through the fact he puts two bodies on board as soon as you activate him um and it's a tuner and a non-tuner letting you go into the sync for six you can link two there's a lot you can do there so i'm thinking that has to do with it maybe the game's over what game one ended oh i guess i guess dragon link made his board and uh the dino player couldn't break it maybe I don't know. Haven't really been paying attention. Anyway. Yeah, I didn't pay that close attention. So, 
the, did anything change on the limited list? If I recall, nothing actually, nothing got limited, nothing got... Well, I did want to talk about Gamma a little bit more. It's so weird that they would limit Gamma because you're well, already running... Yeah, that's what I meant. You're already running a brick in Driver. Why are you... Okay, okay, you know what? I am done with that. Yeah, it, I mean, like I said, I, I think it's because it's it's one of the more powerful hand traps due to it putting two bodies on board. Yeah. That's probably it. I there's probably more into it um because you know we're not part of those discussions so we don't know yeah uh limited was nothing like you said and they had one ban which is zodiac dryden it went from one to zero yeah reband wow. on the dryden yeah the heavy um, hitter for zodiac goes down for the count once again yeah um this has some pretty major implications for the upcoming ban list um implications it, not it could but you have to remember i don't think zodiac tri-brigade is near as big of a problem over here as it was over there oh not 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 at all um like I mean, they're we're talking i said we're talking 25 percent plus representation rate at any given tournament over there yeah yeah but i mean like if we were to hit anything i think we would put tanky to one if anything, you would think based on that card survived at three all the way through Zodiac format. I know, which is surprising. Um, but yeah, yeah like, like so, like like that, like if this suggests anything. I'm th- it suggest it implies. Keep in mind this implication of a possible TCG Dryden ban and a limiting or straight up ban of Tenki. I just don't see them doing that much to it over here. I don't think Dryden is really the issue because it really it's Zeus if, if anything. If any yeah, one particular and card, and it's too new. Dryden doesn't affect Zeus, because even if you get that one extra material, you're going from a four material Zeus to a five material Zeus. Which is pointless. Right, in in that deck anyway, because you run four names. So you run one Dryden, one Borbo, one Tiger Mortar, one Chalkinine, and so obviously you have whatever you summon at the bottom. The only way that this hurts you any is you can't Dryden pass, use the material on Dryden, and then go up into Borbo, up into Chakanine, up into Tiger Mortar, and then make a four material Zeus after getting a Dryden pop. But at the end of the day, it's still not the biggest deal in the world. No. Because this doesn't hit the Zodiac Tribrigade deck. It hits pure Zoo. Yeah. And it I mean the Tanky hit kinda hurts a little. Yeah, you can't search Fractal off Tenki anymore. Or you can't search it as consistently. But yeah, I mean, but again, it's consistent. Running, it, two, it running two versus three is like a 30% chance to open a card versus like a 22% chance to open a card. So it's not even like that big of a consistency hit, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, but that, that well, that's why I think if they would hit anything, it'd be Tenki to one. Because then that's a pretty major hit. Because you're only running four copies, and then you're essentially running four copies of Fractal instead of uh, five or six. Right. Uh, so that's about it for the uh, OCG ban list. Like I said, they didn't hit a whole bunch on a whole lot of movement, which is unfortunate. Um, well, the implications of it are unfortunate anyway. Yeah, it. I don't know. I just don't think that they're going to hit the same things over here. Again, again no, they rarely do. Um, but usually, usually keep in mind, this is usually... You can kind of half infer what that what they're what they might do gives you an idea on what it gives you an idea on where their mind is when they start when they're talk while they're talking about it you know what i mean yeah yeah i i guess but to me 
you have bigger problems over here. You oh, know? absolutely. I, I think Dragon Link still needs to be hit. As you can see, it's got a it's representing half of Top Cut in this tournament that we're watching oh, yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. Which mean. we'll get into the, what the full sixteen uh, player deck lists are. Well, not the deck lists themselves, but the what decks are actually being the, run. Yeah, the full um, breakdown. Yeah. Um, the thing is, is that. If you were to look at the full 16 player base breakdown, the top does not the top four does not represent everything else, the other 16, which is it's, interesting. Yeah, yeah it really weird. is. Um okay, really weird. So, so let's go, so let's just go ahead and do a full move in, into there. Uh, so first off, uh, we have the Remote Duel Invitational North America, right? Uh yes, this yeah. is the North American Invitational. Yeah. So there's only 16 players in this entire tournament. Yeah, because you had to top like an extravaganza or yeah. a uh, remote duel qualifier or some... or something like that to get in this tournament. So first, right. so here are the decks in a list from most to least ABC order. We have four co- we have four prank kid decks, three Dino. I don't know how many of those are scrap Dino. If any of those are pure Dino, which is a Dino. Uh, three Zoo Brigade. I would like to point out. The one in finals is a hundred percent scrap dino. Okay, there, there's or, that. No, or semifinals. Yeah, uh, and then we have uh, two dragon links, but one is dragoonity dragon link, with it, which is considerably different from dragon link, uh, especially chamber dragon link, which runs the chambermaids. Um, one drytron, one fluffle, one numeron, and one zulich. It's so interesting to me. Okay, here's the thing: you can run a different deck. In the Invitational that you ran somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So this is just what the this is what they decided to bring to this tournament today yeah. or yesterday. So just because in this sixteen person tournament there was a Numeron deck, doesn't mean that's what they ran to get in. Right. They could have gotten this far and said, you know what, I'm just gonna have fun with this one. Yeah. They Same thing been... with Fluffle or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. They could have been up to this point. They could be running stuff like Invoke Shit All Dogmatica or. Something like that up to this point decided at the last minute, I'm gonna switch. Um so that so that those were all the duels day one. Day two, which is happening right now as we speak, right, um, is the is uh, actually round two of the top four cut, which is Elise D playing a Dragoonity Dragon Link versus Samuel C playing Zubrigade. For round one, uh, which has already ended with Zubrigade winning, yeah? Yes. Yeah, Zubrigade won. So congratulations to Samuel. Uh, and then Mike T, verse, who is playing regular Dragon Link, versus Angel S playing Scrap Dino. Right, so, uh, and Mike T with Dragon Link got game one, so, Okay, yeah, yeah so, like, so, as we said, like I said, though, the, dra- the fact that half of top of the top four in this situation is Dragon Link, it's both the Dragon Link players that were in the tournament to begin with. Right, so... When you look at the total breakdown, a quarter of the field was Prank Kids, none translated to Top Cut, three Dino, only one translated to Top Cut, three Dra- three Zoo Brigade, one translated to Top Cut, two Dragon Link, both of which translated to yeah. Top Cut. Two different builds, by the way. Right, and then Drytron, Fluffle, Numeron, and, and Zulich. None of those made it. So, it's really interesting to me that you have double Dragon Link in Top Cut because I feel like lately you haven't seen Dragon Link translating to Top Cut as well because, honestly, the deck's been around for so long now that everybody either knows the combo lines or 
knows what you know they, you know what the deck is doing you know what they're yeah. going for you know what to prepare for you know what to hit you know what to you know you know what's you know in perm where to interrupt you know you know you know you know where to drop that droll you know where to you know you know at this point people know where to drop the nibiru to get your most get the most uh payment out of that nib yeah yeah it, it is what it is people know how the deck functions now um but one thing I'm interested in is that Dragoony Dragonlink deck. Cause, yeah. Yeah, because all the Dragonlink decks we've seen in the past have all been the same build. Two chamber, two to three chamber. Two tidyings. Two tidyings. And then bog standard Dragonlink from there, which is what we, which is what I've been calling chamber Dragonlink to separate it from all the other different builds that Dragonlink has had throughout its history. From right, right. Rose Dragonlink to Chaos to, uh, uh, to this new one, Chamber Dragon Link. The Red Eyes build. Yeah, Red Eyes Dragon Link. Which I is mean, what, there's there's a lot of different builds of Dragon uh, Link. PK Dragon Link. So I, I like to come up with something to kind of separate them out so you can kind of see the cards, you know, the deck's history because it's absolutely fascinating. At the end of the day, though, there is something that they all have in common and always will. I mean, it's the Rocket Monsters and the uh, White Elf. Dragon. Uh, LP. Yeah, and LP, of course, LP. There's a lot of... There's a lot of Overlap. Okay, but so... But LP is the big one. We have seen very low top cut representation numbers from Dragon Link over the last few extravaganzas, the last few qualifiers. The last, like, year and a half. No, 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 no. The last... This format specifically... Yeah, very low. The Dragon Link numbers have been a lot lower. Like, because if you go back before Virtual World, the Dragon Link numbers were as high as they had ever been. But then you had a ban list where Link Cross got banned. You had a ban list, you know. Then Virtual World came out and they could turbo VFD. became a control format. And Dragon Link really didn't do a lot for a whole format. And then as soon as they VF- couldn't, because right. it was a control format. And then as soon as VFD got banned, Dragon Link went right back to being the best deck because they got were completely untouched. So now you see their numbers start dropping again, and you have to wonder. Are Dragon Link... I know they're not getting power crept. That's not the term, but... Are we looking at a time when... Is Dragon Link kind of getting phased out? Because everybody knows what's going on? Or is it just getting played less? Because people are tired of playing it. They want to play new stuff. Or... Is it still just the best deck? And still needs to get hit hard on the ban list? I think it's D, all of the above. A little bit of all of the above. That's fair. Um... Walk me through your walk me through how you see Dragon Link. Okay, I mean on the Dragon. It, I, right. Well, and at yeah. this point, it's such an interesting. Oh yeah. Okay. Juxtaposition. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. So of course, like I said, everyone already knows to play Dragon Link, so people are less likely to play the deck because everyone already knows how to counter the thing. Oh my god, that's gross. This oh, what, what just happened? The Dino player, his end board was Scrap Wyvern, UCT, and Abyss Dweller. And he UCT'd, the Dragon Link player got two cards on field, and then he UCT'd them. He's a, he dwellered in standby. Mm-hmm. And then he UCT'd them, so he's got two phase-down monsters on his field, one of which is right below one of his Link zones. And the guy normal summoned Safer, and he let it go through, and he also has an Imperial Order flipped up. So he's got UCT booked half his field, and he's got Order, and he's under Dweller. Dragon Link players in for a rough time. Yeah, I mean, there's still plays he can make, but not a lot of them. Not a lot. It's it's definitely cut out cut off a good chunk of his options. <gasps> oh, and he flipped the Imperial Order when the Dragon Link player uh, activated Dark Ruler. So he Dark Ruler chain Imperial Order. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's brutal. 
oh hey remember that game where you did where I, you did exactly that oh and, yeah and i and i went okay chain quick launch yeah <laughs> i'll never anyway, forget that okay anyway okay so back to the uh specific discussion at hand. okay so like Still i said won that game though yeah uh, so like i said so everyone already knows how to counter dragon link some people are even maining cards specifically to counter dragon link Right. So people are going to make the meta call going, I'm not going to play the deck that everyone's preparing for. Right. Um, that's one. Uh, two, again, there's a lot more decks out there. That's, yeah. So then some people are getting bored with the deck and wanting to move decks. Number three. Is, so that that's that's that kind of goes in... Number three kind of goes in hand in hand with the whole it getting phased out. Right. It's people getting bored of the, of the deck and moving on to something else. It's really... A lot of it is that... The deck is just, it was so well represented in the meta that people, it was, at that point, became a meta call not to play it. Exactly. Um, you know, so that, so then eventually what's going to happen, I think, if, the, which we'll get into that part of the discussion later, is that if nothing happens to the, to the deck on the ban list, people are going to, you're going to see Dragon Link kind of go lower and lower in usage until there's like one deck per, 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 uh, per tournament. And then people are going to stop maining and citing stuff specifically for Dragon Link, because who plays Dragon Link anymore? And here we are, with Dragon Link representing a half of Top Cut. And then it's going to swoop back up again, because then people are like, oh, no one's maining for the deck anymore. Plus, you also have some new cards that might come out that'll also help boost the deck. Right. Uh, or allow it to manipulate itself into a new form that that can end on not better boards, but more board, more board options. Right. Um... To that effect, as far as the balance is concerned, I'm thinking 50-50, LP gets hit. LP gone. Gone. Yeah, if they really want to hit the deck, LP is the thing to hit. But the thing you have to remember is that this is Dragonlink. It's one of the most versatile decks that's ever existed. It's one of the most oh yeah well supported decks that's ever oh, existed. Yeah. You'd have to, you'd have to mess with seven or eight cards. I mean, you'd have to mess with the rocket engine. Yeah, you'd, you'd have, have to, to mess with the chaos engine. You'd have to mess with uh, you'd have to do something with chamber and red eyes and the guard dragon engine and the guard dragons and the rose dragons. I mean, to realistically stop this deck in its tracks, we. I mean, the the honest to god. The only thing that you could really do here, ban LP, limit quick launch, limit rocket tracer. You'd have to uh, either limit or something chamber or tidying, either one. You, uh, well, the limiting on tracer wouldn't matter because to go full combo, they only need one tracer. Yeah. They run three in case something happens with the first one. <sighs> it's even then. Yeah, but like mean, Starly Schaefer, you could ban the ban uh, white and black dragon. Yeah, you could ban white or white and black. Uh, you could leave Safer. You could limit Safer. You could ban Safer. You could limit Chaos Base. Um, because Safer allowed because uh each Safer is basically another Levianir I can just drop. Yeah, I mean it, because you can uh banish the Safer out of your graveyard to add Levianir back to hand. And then drop it again, and again. Right. Thankfully, it only gets its special summon effect once per turn. But you can special summon it as mean as me as many times you have material per turn. Yeah. Thankfully, because then I could just keep ripping cards out of my opponent's hand. Yeah. 
The issue <sighs> you said that which card was that? You said that was that, that's uh safer. Let you lo- let you get your levin recur your levianier. Yeah, dude. That that's that's another card that I really have you take issue with this levianier ripping cards out of your hand. Ah, that Levi- that bothers me. Levianier is that card though that it's either lim- is that it's either uh at three or banned. I could legitimately see them banning levianier. I mean, okay, I to too. a lot of people that's gonna seem crazy, but you have to think when that deck goes full board. Levianair either ripping a card from your hand or, or popping, popping two. two back row to end the game. Or, in some very rare builds, getting its, th- uh, its three light effects, special summoning another monster out of, out of uh, either opponent's graveyard. Either graveyard. Yeah, I mean, the, the versatility of that card is insane. And Especially in a deck like Dragon Link, where it can be used as Link material, or it can be used to fulfill its effect, get reused, 2800 body on board. 3K, it's a 3K oh, body. 3K body on board. Zero defense, but who cares? That card's insane. That card is yeah. actually insane. Yeah, but at the same time, like I said, it's one of those cards where it's either banned or it's a three. Because if people run it, they run one. Because with Safer, you can just loot, you can just recur it over and over. You can recur it three times. Right. So you essentially run four already. Um, Let's see. Uh, You could hit Absent Router to one to limit... Because not all of them only run one after out. Some of them run two. You can limit that to one. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's see. Quick World Legacy, run. World Legacy Guard Dragon. Hit World Legacy Guard Dragon. But that that's that's an entire discussion all on its own. Yeah. Attacking the Dragon Link deck is complicated. And I think that's part of the reason they haven't hit it yet. Is because... They don't know what to hit. I don't even know that they don't know. It's just that it takes... It's not a one card end it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's... Yeah, cause like let's say they ban LP, they'll probably just mutate, use some of their older stuff, probably lean more into the rocket stuff. Maybe start running the Rose Dragons again. Dino won game two, so it's tied going into game three. Ooh, that's oof. Yeah. Uh I mean, there's just so much you can do with the deck, and I think that's why they haven't hit it yet. Oh yeah. But I'm not. But I'm like fifty fifty. But fifty fifty LP's gone, in my opinion. Yeah. And even if they don't hit LP, there's going to be other things on the ban list that hit it. It's, I mean, because it's might... a versatile deck. And even when they hit it, the, here's my thing though: when they hit that deck, that deck will adapt and it will overcome. They're gonna, there will be a different build of that deck. Yeah. I promise. Oh yeah, uh, you know they might. It's just they might lean more into the uh, rocket stuff. They might lean more into the rocket engine. They might uh, lean more into the uh, dragon made stuff. They might actually start leaning more into red eye stuff, right? Um, as as a matter of fact, I'm actually trying out a new build myself that runs red eyes Wyvern. I mean, that's just it though. As long as there's a bunch of dragon uh, generic support, generic dragon cards, that deck will always have another way to be played. Yeah, granted, it's not going to be near as good, but it'll still, still good. it'll still be a threat because you still have to deal with Borload Savage, Appaloosas. Um, particularly with the peak of Phantom Knight build, which will literally use Tracer early. Lo- yes, they're locked into dark, but then they'll make IP Masquerina, and then de- and then at the beginning of your opponent's main phase, effect IP, make an app, make a three or four negate Appaloosa. Exactly. The deck is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, but I mean, every deck's got its problems. I like how you chuckled before you said, oh, mm, I'm not supposed to be biased. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it. But it, yeah, that was my bias. I was kind of showing is that every deck is a problem in some shape, form, or fashion. But 
That and, deck's a big problem. And that's a big butt. That deck's got a lot of problems. That deck causes a lot of problems. Yep. So. All right, everybody. Well, that is going to wrap us yeah, up. We, we've been rambling for a while. Yeah, I think it'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be fine. So, Caleb, you have anything else you want to take us out on? Uh, nothing else I can think of. All right, everybody. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Top Cut Podcast. We are always giving updates about when the podcast comes out. We're always, uh, you know, we're very active in the Twitter community. Be sure to follow me at that Chumley. Be sure to follow Caleb at Jam the Man Seventeen. Uh, reach out to us. Talk to us. We are checking it literally all the time. And I think that's it. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. And just know that we really appreciate you, everybody that listens. We have create. We've gotten a good base of listeners, and you know, we're doing. We're moving along a lot faster than i think either of us thought we would but we're very thankful for it oh yeah by by and large far faster i i didn't think we'd get where we're at this point for like another two or three years right so i'm really excited and i'm excited to see where it takes us oh definitely uh with that everybody take care have a good one y'all imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.